Today's episode was brought to you by AM Printwear. Thank you, Jimmy. Shout out to AM Printwear. Uh, AM Printwear is your go-to shop for all your screen printing needs. Not only do they deliver superior quality and fast turnaround time, but their pricing can't be beat. It literally can't be beat, man. I really think uh, they do a good job over at AM Printwear. Uh, we got a special going on right now where if you get one color, 12 shirts for, what was it, $79.99, something like that? $79.99. So definitely head over to AM Printwear. Their pricing cannot be beat. Next time you're in the market wondering where to look for a screen printer, must I remind you that you need to head to AM Printwear, and that should be the first and only screen printing company on your mind. So you can check out AM Printwear at www.amprintwear.com, and please let them know who you with the podcast sent you. You're listening to Who You With, Who You With, Who You With, The Mother Podcast. We have a special guest in the building. Uh, it's a we go way back, friend of mine. I know it's people listening. I'd be like, you always got your. Yeah, I was about there. to say he always say that. No, because it <laughs> is. I, I, Did y'all play basketball? Because this is the next line that comes up. <laughs> nah, Shane play ball. Nah, we uh we went to high school together. Uh, we we went to Pensacola High. We graduated different years. Uh, this is a person that was always cool, always dope. Always noticed that she was in the fashion. Uh, always fly. Uh, she used to get mad when I said she was from Frankfurt. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know, like, why or how. I don't know. But uh, we have the creator of the brand, Hancock. Welcome, Bria. Yo, yo. What's Yay. going on? What's going on? Inside the um, clip. Because we never had women on here. <laughs> I, I, I was just about to say that. So uh, my whole plan for this, uh, you know, we, we talked previously and it's like, all right, like, let's try to find the right time. I was trying to find the right time. But uh, I think now I really want to diversify everything more and like press the button instead of waiting weeks or like, yo, you got this week, yo, you got this week where I'll try to put two or three interviews together for us. Uh, in a week to make it happen and then we can just drop it when we want to uh, but I wanted to do something special and have more women that are creative that are doing something that are empowering themselves and empowering other people around them yes. so uh, you're the first woman a part of that journey so welcome Ooh, appreciate I'm you so honored yeah. I think we've only had it's it's three it's three it's only women? been a, I can't really? remember it's it's only been a few but uh, I'm pretty sure it's only been three. Yeah, and it, it you know it gives vets some you know some cheering to do when I bash, and, <laughs> and she always looking like she don't give a fuck about what they saying. I have the most perfect picture. I had to crop the nigga out because that's a homie. Whereas like she's looking like. <laughs> Like, all right. <laughs> like, oh my god, like niggas stop lying. <laughs> niggas, niggas do be it's lying. Just, um a, a lot of times we have like mm-hmm. artists on here and it's just but so many different stories you can hear of no, I got men you. coming up as um rappers or singers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I'm like, we need somebody else in here. Like, Something I'll, different. Give me somebody that write a book. And then he did, and that turned out to be a sham. <laughs> That's crazy. It was, that was, uh, that was a very interesting, I think I still got that on my old computer. I didn't want to, like, ruin him as a person, so yeah. I kept it. 
We never released it though. Yeah, just, we just uh, look like yeah. He he definitely chill with the credit cards and the scammers. Ooh, what? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's about ours. So let's let's, let's let's focus back on you. So uh, explain who you are a little bit to the people that may not know you. Explain the brand, where you come from. How did you get to this point? Uh, I think it's super dope for the people that don't know her. Uh, she wouldn't create her own goddamn sneaker. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, where do I start? All right, so hello, everyone. My name is Bria Mallory Whitmore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 24 years old. I'm originally, originally from West Philadelphia. Uh, I moved to Jersey when I was in my teens, 13, I believe, yeah. But, like, my whole childhood, I always was I'm not gonna say different. That sounds just real cliche, but <laughs> I <laughs> I always just did my own thing when it came down to style. Like I never I never was like into trends or anything like that. Like my mom my mom is a physician and my dad is a uh, he worked for Amtrak. So I brought them up just to say that like when I want they were able to buy me clothes like mm-hmm. the expensive clothes, but. My mom always was the type, like, and my dad, like, no, we're not going to get you that. We want you to be your own. You know, we don't want you to just be like everybody else. Exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. And I feel like that that played a lot of, a lot, played a huge part of who I am today. Like, I really just create my, you know, my style. And, um, yeah, so... That was a good thing and um, about me growing up and everything. And I went to Lincoln University in 2011. And with a, I actually graduated with a, with a biology degree in 2016. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and, um, like, just throughout Lincoln, I n- knew I wasn't really happy with biology. It's just mm. that it was, I was good at it. Safe it, choice. Exactly. It was real safe. But... I didn't really care for it, but the whole time I was at now Lincoln. Now just waste your parents' money. Okay. In my money. In my money. Let's get that straight. Um, yeah, like the whole time I was at Lincoln, I just was like, I wanted to be a dentist. I wanted to be a, a physical therapist. I just changed so right. many occupations. But then I'm just like, you know, I never really knew exactly what I wanted to do. I knew I was like, I knew I loved fashion, but... Mm-hmm. Not even fashion, but just more so style. Like, I'm just more into style. And, you know, when I met my boyfriend, Dwayne. <laughs> Hello, Dwayne. Don't <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> yeah. yeah. shy now. That was a good-ass transition. That was good. Okay, that was... Yeah. You've done this before, yeah. okay? Like, so when I met him, like, he always was, like, Fashion driven. He has a little clothing line going on here in culture. Which is super dope, super, by the way. Dope super as fuck. dope. Dope as fuck. I remember we met you here a few years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Yep. Hoodie, man. So, like, super we, dope. like, after meeting him, honestly, we both, like, pushed each other mm-hmm. to, like, really, like, going forward. And he, I don't know if I told you this, but you just really motivated. I did. You motivated me. He motivated. (laughs) He motivated me a whole lot, a whole lot, and going into Hancock. Um, I'm. uh, How can I say this? Like, I never. I didn't want to have a clothing line or anything like that. But 
I love shoes. I, I'm infatuated with like sneakers mm-hmm. and jackets. Like, so I was just sketching up one day and I was like, Dwayne, I'm making a sneaker. Like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> and he was like, do it. So that's what the fuck I did. I just did it. <laughs> I did it. And Hancock whole motif is like creating your identity. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, Hancock is a signature brand. So that's where we are with it. And I want people, when people wear Hancock, I want people to feel like they can do whatever they want to do. And with my sneaker, I, um, I actually provide three different laces, black, camouflage and cream just so people can get um different options and have different options like when did you first like finish when was the shoe first finished well my release date was mm, was it march march 24th was it march yeah march yeah this year was recently yeah like four months ago yeah how long was how was that whole creative process i mean because i'm pretty sure like people have heard Clothing designers like talk about you know coming out with T-shirts, which is pretty yeah. cut and dry. But right. I'm sure like creating a shoe is an entire different level of a process from sketching something to an actual yeah. physical shoe. And finding somebody that even know how to do that. Yes, right? it was a lot of research, but um, it took me like a year and a half. Right. Um, after I did the sketch, I was just like, I'm on this. This is it. And I did my research. And I got my prototypes done. I got two prototypes done. And after the second prototype, I'm like, this is what I this is exactly what I envision. Like this is what I'm gonna do. So that's how it went. When you get your first prototype? When did I get my first prototype? Oh my God. That nigga asked amazing question. <laughs> <laughs> um Whole time he got the answer. First prototype. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I feel like September before. Because I mean, a year is a long time to be creating something and stay focused on something you know, without being able to physically see or touch what's going on. You know what? It was actually July. It was July, and then I got the second one in September. So, what was that, 2017? Yeah. Yeah, that's a long yeah. time. But yeah. you focused on your baby. Exactly. <laughs> and I had a lot of support with my parents and Dwayne, so they helped me out throughout the way. So, I really needed that. Um, At yeah. any time, did you feel like you had, especially being from Philly, where I think a lot of creatives come out of, whether yeah. it's fashion or, or music, did you feel, like, pressure to... The shoe wasn't coming along fast enough. I need to put something out. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> yes, that's so funny. That's a good question because like I really did, and I kept. T- I didn't tell people that I was coming out with a shoe. I just used to brand Hancock, Hancock, mm-hmm. and people used to be like, "What the hell is Hancock?" <laughs> like, <laughs> give us something. Give us something. So people used to think I was coming out with a clothing line because mm-hmm. they knew Dwayne had a clothing line. So I, I used to always just be like, you know, just wait on it, just wait on it. And when I dropped the, uh, what did I drop? It was like a, um, like a little commercial. Mm-hmm. I really didn't show the shoe too much, but I was just describing Hancock mm-hmm. with like me walking and stuff. Right. And I think that's what gave people like the idea, like, okay, she's coming out with a shoe, and that's when I dropped the shoe. It was shoe. a good build up, I think, to yeah keep because I think a lot of times people get discouraged if mm-hmm. they don't have 
something to put out. But like you said, it was just all about at least continuing to push the brand name. Pushing so people are wondering, what is Hancock? What exactly. is she coming out with? What is she dropping? Exactly. Is it clothes? Exactly. Is it exactly. It- yeah, I just try to get people, you know, a little familiar with the brand mm-hmm. and, you know, what it means and what it represents. Right, right. So even having something like that, uh, as far as a shoe, mm-hmm. how is the marketing on that? Like, how do you market that to people? Because it has to be a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know, than clothes. Uh, honestly, so like, how would you go about that? Honestly, I'm still learning. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still learning. As we all are. Yeah. But uh, I basically, you know, market through social media and go try to go to go to people like they have boutiques mm-hmm. and try to you know pitch my shoes to them and i'm actually inside which i of, did see yes you are in a store yes 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 yes, <laughs> yes shop 65 in our written house downtown Ooh, a nice area yep. 17th and samsung <laughs> get your hand cops <laughs> nice area she is not on the boulevard <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> nah, the, the the event you had, I also thought that was like super dope. I know y'all come from the background with uh, mm-hmm. BU Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll bring that up in a little bit. But I thought that was super dope because a lot of people lose touch of having to do things that people can physically see and touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's a different experience than posting something online, which is dope. Somebody is still liking and draw to it, even buy yeah. it. But it's a difference between going and seeing the quality of it and then you mm-hmm. being able to explain it to them mm-hmm. or you being able to see it and being like, damn, like she really just did that or yo, I really look good in this. So I thought yeah. that was a super dope yeah. idea. Yeah, and that's sure. the thing, like with a sneaker, like, you know, people people want to just feel it and mm-hmm. touch it right. and, you know, so, I mean, that's fine, but uh, I'm still learning and I'm still like getting to know the business mm-hmm. of it. But I'm excited. Are you already working on the next? Is it going to be another shoe? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. I'm actually in the works of that now. That's so funny. She's yeah. working on it. I saw your story where you posted like Yeezy Warehouse, Yay Warehouse, where uh-huh. you were in there working on the sneaks. And so, I said move. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, I already knew, you know, what yeah. was going on with that. Is that kind of like the time frame you envision the Hancock brand to be where you don't want to saturate your market with products you kind of just want to be like i have one or two products out at a time yes 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 exactly like i don't want to get people too much right i think it lends like a a air of it being exclusive like even if it's Uh not exclusive people aren't waiting in line for it it's still like yeah this is it and we're gonna just wait like it keeps people guessing like they want to see your brand because we want to know what's coming next and another thing is I just feel like, you know, I'm just bigger than Philly. I'm just bigger than the tri-state right now. So the first project, West Coast didn't even see. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, I still, still I don't have, have to. still have to market that first that item. First, exactly, <laughs> right. exactly, exactly. So, like, I'm not on people's time. I'm on my mm-hmm. time. I was just about to ask, like, yeah. what has the long process taught you? And that's what it taught me. Like, I'm really just doing what Bria want to do. When I want to show y'all my next project, that's when it's going to happen. And, yeah, I just got guess. <laughs> do you have a um, 
creative team behind you. I think the pictures came out really nice, but you know these iPhones is so um, crazy <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> I was thinking people have a whole photo shoot and they're like, no, this was the iPhone X. <laughs> I don't have a creative team behind me. I do have a photographer mm-hmm. on hand, but I'm basically just me. Do you use models or just... Yeah, I use models here and there. Like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I use models. Are you going to have them posing butt naked in some sneaks? On train tracks. Huh? <laughs> butt this, naked on train yeah, tracks. <laughs> I did, actually. They, they were naked? Yeah, did you see the video? I mean, the pictures? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, Damn. yes. Now we need the visuals. Pull that up. Yeah, I was going to say, hold on, hold on. Male or female? But it wasn't nothing too crazy. It wasn't nothing like, you know, too explicit, but it was cool. If you had to tasteful. describe your brand in a couple words for people who are like who haven't seen it uh-huh. and are just like, what kind of style is it? What would you use? Hmm. What kind of style? Hmm. I feel like it's not for everyone. I feel like it's definitely for the people that have their own identity and style. And that can make make it something, right? If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like you know, like you gave them a blank canvas, and it's you have to have some sense of style to kind do of. something. You, with this. It, yeah, exactly, exactly. I feel like it's honest. I'm not gonna say it's for creators, mm-hmm. but I feel like people people that know style and people that is familiar with. Just, I'm not gonna say fashion, but just familiar with creating their own identity and being unique and distinctive in their style. That's a good word. I think that's important because (laughs) you don't want everybody looking the same in your shoe. Yeah. And I think from what I've seen, even if it was like just pictures of you, Mm -hmm. like your own styles, I think. Every time you dress, it's you, mm-hmm. but it's a different style, if that makes sense. Yeah, because I try to just create my own identity. I am my brand. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Now, I've been doing it. This was even before Hancock. This is, was me in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I, this is just me. And this is what I'm good at doing. Right. I'm not faking it. I'm just me. I'm just doing what Bria wanted to do. Have you ever gone into styling other people? You know what's funny? I I tried to I tried to style my friend one time, but I just didn't like it. I was just like, no, <laughs> you know, because you're not you're not looking the way I want you to look. <laughs> <laughs> so, Change your body, right, your yeah, body like this. It's like, come on, like I could like. like just, why you not looking like it's looking in my mind? <laughs> in my mind, or when I wore it. So I just got irritated. I was like, you know what? I can't style. Like, I style myself. I know mm-hmm. how to style myself. At least I know that. Right. At least people, because a lot of people that feel like, oh, I, I can do, you know, I can look cute. You know, I can dress. I'm a stylist. Right. No, I you're not. Every on trend right now, like, for people that dress nice, and then it's all of a sudden, you're a stylist. No, you're not. Stylist you're not. booking info in their mm-hmm. bios. Mm. Um, but I think that's important to, like, admit where your strong suits aren't in. And know yourself. Right. Know yourself, exactly. <laughs> and I know that I cannot stop. <laughs> <laughs> other people, other people. Other people, other people, other people. But when it comes down to Hancock, I think I can put you on some shit. <laughs> so did you get any, like, uh, did Dwayne help you at all as far as just, like, going through the process of maybe finding the, uh, what's the manufacturers and, and things like that, even if it's, Texture, mm-hmm. you know, as far as uh, you know, what you no, use on the shoe. 
Yeah, he helped me out, like, for his, like, views. And, you know, I asked him, like, you like this? You like this shrimp on this, this color? You know, he helped me out throughout the way. Ma- mainly opinions, yeah, you know, opinions. but yeah. for, the, for research and shit, she did yeah, everything she did. that she needed to, needed to do for real. Yeah. So, so how, how many... Uh, how many times did you like sketch it out before you was like, yo, this is the one? Like, how many times? Like, the first time. <laughs> how, first time. The first time we discussed it, we had a conversation about it. And I'm telling him, like, I want the laces in the bag. I want this, this, this. And I sketched it. And it's crazy because the, the graphic designer that rendered the shoe, I was on the phone with him for a good 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. He literally just. Took my ideas and put it right executed. and executed. I'm like, yo, and I show him the, I show him my drawing, my sketch, mm-hmm. and it, it, I can't draw. I just, I try. <laughs> you was like, I'm glad you got what I was saying from the exactly, exactly. I'm like, and he was just like, I got you, I got you. I'm like, yo, we was on Facetime. He was sketch. I'm like, okay, yes, yeah, this is what I need. This is what I need, honey. But um. Yeah, like after he did that first rendering of that, I was like, wow, this is it. And that was, it was just really waiting for it to Execute. be produced. Exactly. That took the longest amount of time. Exactly. Business wise, where would you want to take this? Like, would you like to get bought out or collab with somebody? Or would you like mm. to be solely like independent with what you got going on and just try to mass produce at the end? Um, I feel like. I, I always want Hancock to be me, but mm-hmm. I would not. I would. I wouldn't mind like working with another company, being creative director of mm-hmm. that company or something like that, or joining somebody else's team. Mm-hmm. But I do want Hancock to be all solely mm-hmm. me. I don't think I would give your baby up. Yeah, I want to get my baby up. Just collab. Just collab. Like I would. I'm open to like people like you know their input mm-hmm. or whatever. But I wouldn't give it up. Are, you said you were, like, you haven't introduced the shoe to the West Coast. Like, what's that game plan? And y'all y'all I, some low-key West Coast niggas. Y'all really <laughs> not completely, like, I, I already know what y'all listen to. Yeah. I know, like, palm trees and fucking lowriders fit y'all well. Yo, that's <laughs> the goal. Like, I'm not trying to be in Philly. I'm trying to be out of here next year. Like, So was it kind of just, like, going to LA and just like taking a shoe and doing what you did here and just like exactly. finding stores and, and boutiques and saying this is what I have and that's exactly how it was going to go she basically doing it on the east right now you know right. DC trips New yeah. York trips you know just different markets on the east so is this your is this what you do full time cuz i mean it sounds like it's, this is a lot of work yes it is to put into yeah this is what i do full time yep so do you think do you think you're able to have so much progress because you don't have to do anything but focus on this? Um, that can be true. That can be true. Uh, uh, I, I think, think a lot of people struggle with balancing. Yeah. Getting a company off the ground, yeah, because, but still having to work for another company. Right, because it's energy. Like not even time. Right. It's energy. Right. Like so, that plays a lot. It plays a lot, just, but I don't know. I feel like it depends on the person, too, because if the person have enough drive right. to do it, then by all means do it. I was working at Olive Garden, and I was doing this. So, I mean, it's, it's all up to you yeah. and your passion. 
because I think we like get this narrative that if you want to do something in the creative field, you have to do that solely 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people sometimes put all their eggs in one basket one at a time and isn't right. And like you said, you worked another job when uh-huh. you needed to work that other job. And I think people just don't understand that you don't have to be, just because you're not doing this, just uh-huh. this, doesn't mean you're not 100% in this. Right. I, I mean, like, I feel like if if you pin your all into something, you you have no no other choice but to be creative. Right. Yeah. You know when, you know you're doing creativity and then you work in a job. It's like you got to shift focuses and then your mm-hmm. mind, you know, maybe somewhere else. Even when you're at your job, so right. you're not fully, fully there. Focused. That's why I say it's energy. It's not even time. It's energy. Like right. it's it's really energy. Yeah, you I, need I, your energy. You need to save your energy. I mean, I think it's fully possible. I, and I'm pretty sure she's speaking along the lines too, when you see people or know people that's in bad shape mm-hmm. and probably have mouths to feed, mm-hmm. risking everything, mm-hmm. and even when they risk it, they still ain't got the energy or they still make right. excuses like they ain't got the time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a, it's, it's like, you can do it. Like, I, I listen to a lot of Dame Dash, and he he, <laughs> he, he always got... He be at 5 o'clock in the morning and listening to Dame Dash. So even <laughs> he, he was talking to uh, the, the dude Van from oh. Van Lathan, where mm-hmm. he, he basically like, yo, like, you got to jump off the porch. Yeah. yeah. And what he's telling him is like, yo, I plan on jumping off the porch. But at least let me feel like I'm comfortable before I jump off the porch. And you got to be comfortable. You can't yeah. be comfortable. And that, you can't. I... I I get that side of it too, but it's it's a thing, and I, I guess Dame still got a point where it's always going to be scary no matter what. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, that's yo, like when they listen. say you wait until you're ready, but you're never going to be ready. Right. You, you just want to do and, it. And and he's like, yo, like I got you know I'm trying to buy my mom a crib, but like by this date, da, 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 like I like it's too much almost like uncertainty and uh, it's fair. It's basically fair because basically I was, after I graduated college, I started working a full-time job and then I hated going to work every day, but I'm like, if they give me another contract next year, I might come back, but I got laid off, so I had no other choice mm-hmm. but to follow what I wanted to do. Right. But if they had given me another contract, I'd been contemplating like, right. Is like it the should right I decision? do it right? right? Should I do it for one more year? And then, you know, one more year can lead to 10, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely, so, definitely, yeah. Um, what are some of your favorite local, or they don't have to be local, but mm-hmm. smaller brands mm-hmm. that you feel like really, not necessarily made an impression on you, but are making impressions right now? Um, I feel like hand ran culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shameless plug. <laughs> no pun intended. But, uh. And that's been around for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, hand ran culture pushing. for sure. For sure. Um. <laughs> But I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Like Philly brands right now. Mm. Then I'm gonna ask you about the Milano I, scandal. I was just about to. Yeah. <laughs> I would say uh, it's this. It's this brand. Um, she's pretty dope. I met her a couple times. But her name is uh, Nino Brand. Mm-hmm. She she has a brand in Philly, and her her line is really dope. Mm-hmm. I like that. I fucks with it. So. I'm sure you know about Milano and the mm-hmm. scandals that she faced um, mm-hmm. with the H&M and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And she also had a shoe. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that her shoe was just like some $25 shoe mm-hmm. that she 
put the Milano stamp on the box. The boots? Yeah. Okay. As a designer, as a creative, mm -hmm. did you feel like what she did was wrong or do you feel like that's part of the game when you're trying to make a luxury brand? I feel like it's a difference between creative and hustler. And I feel like she is not a, she, like, she's a hustler. Okay. And you just got to know how to differentiate that. Mm -hmm. Like, creatives, designers is in one category, and hustlers is in the other category with the brand. Right. And, that's and a business owner. Hustler and business owner. And that's exactly what she is. So what she did, I don't think was wrong because that's her category. Right. Like, if somebody, like me, had... Me having Hancock and I put some shit like that twenty five dollars shoe and just put stamp Hancock. It's like why are you frauding? That's not your brand. That's mm -hmm. not you didn't design that. Right. But I don't look at her as a designer, so I don't think she was wrong. Did she ever claim that either? Does she ever claim as far as like being a designer, or do you automatically get like thrown that stamp when you come out with things? I don't. I honestly don't I think know. She, I think, but I mean, I think it was just like. Uh, cause she was one of those people that kind of started out like it was a t-shirt and then it went mm -hmm. to a hoodie and then it went to a whole sweatsuit and then it went to shoes. And I think it kind of snowballed her into the role of what people were making her. Yeah. Like, I think it's just like stamping your brand. So I don't know if that's really, I wouldn't. I think she, she just, she played the fence about it, whether or not these were her designs until it came out that these aren't. And then it was kind of like. Yeah, I know they're not my design, but this is how the fashion industry works. Exactly. So I feel like, you know, she... Like you said, she was a hustler. And, and a hustler. I think that's a very accurate statement um, when I thought about it. Because at first I was like, oh, she's a scammer, which it was a little bit of scam. But I was like, she's a scammer. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? But it's not... A it's not even a scam because it's not. it wasn't that hard to find out that, that she wasn't making those clothes. It's not like... She was going above yeah. and beyond to deceive people. She like, was literally just putting stickers on boxes. Exactly. <laughs> like I feel like, I feel like you need you can't even blame her. You gotta blame the consumer. Right, right. You gotta blame right. the consumer. You knew what she was right, buying. Right. You knew right. exactly everything. Right. So you gotta blame yourself. Right. Honestly. So I, I, that, that I do think like she. She hustled. She she took what she had and in the lane she got into, and she hustled her way through. Exactly. Like, I, I feel like the people were more disappointed than they were even mad because they felt bamboozled because they didn't have knowledge of what actually goes on. Mm -hmm. So now that people may have the knowledge of how these other companies do it, mm -hmm. maybe they don't put that expectation on mm -hmm. her or on the next person. Mm -hmm. Right. So because, mm -hmm. like you said, everybody isn't a designer. Like, yeah. Shout out to uh, Jay Urbane. Like, mm -hmm. he does everything down to a T. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's other people that don't do it. And his whole, like, he gets upset when somebody <laughs> compares it to, no, he really, really takes it Because when, when you listen to, like, you talk about, the, like, this is a year-long process that mm -hmm. I put into me designing this shoe versus yeah. somebody calling herself a designer and they put in, five minutes of going on AliExpress and bulk ordering, you know, like yeah. some shoes. And then I think, you know, if I was a designer, I would be like, no, we're not the same. Nah, real talk. <laughs> we're not. You can't get caught up in it. It's like it's like a difference between a brand owner and, and a designer. Right. Yeah. And if you want to design it, look, just stay in your lane. Stay down. Wait till your time come. Mm -hmm. 
Stay down to you for the way too much day. Nah, that's how I feel about and, it. And, and the designer to add on to your point, the designer is the brand. Yeah. That's the creator of it all. It don't matter if it's computers, like it don't matter, sneakers, shirt. Mm-hmm. He or she is going to create whatever, and that's just going to become the brand and not the opposite way around. Yeah, or you know, yeah. you could just own a brand and just hire designers. Yeah, right. so, a lot of people do design, that. A lot of people design your yeah. art, design your product, but you know, you know how to get your brand mm-hmm. out there and sell it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. To the people. Do you think you'll ever branch off of Hancock? Like, are you ready to branch off of Hancock, or are you just really focused on? Growing this particular yeah, thing. I'm I'm just focused on growing Hancock right now and just seeing where it goes. And no, I don't think that Hancock is solely going to be about shoes. I want it to be, you know, just, just I want to do a lot of shit. Yeah, I, I want to say I, I, I know, would like to I would I like to just some read bags. up on the uh, <laughs> read up on the shirts, which is really dope. The yeah, sign your name the here, sign, like which is like Hancock. I feel like that's great fucking marketing because. It makes yeah. somebody feel like, yo, like, this is my shit. Right. Like, even though it's your shit, it's, my, it's, it's our shit. It's our like, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be personal. Right. Exactly. I own this shit. I own this exactly. shit. <laughs> yeah, I got my Hancock stamped. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's super dope. Um, also, I've been to the venue, BU Society, which is super dope. Uh, was that <laughs> one of, like, the, the first things that y'all yeah. had together? Mm-hmm. As far as together? Mm-hmm. I know, you know, that made... A pretty big impact in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to art shows there, yeah. parties there, mm-hmm. releases there mm-hmm. for, for different things. So mm-hmm. explain how, you know, that came together and y'all experience dealing with, you know, owning a venue, you know, y'all, y'all I, black, y'all here doing shit. Right. You know, so. I'm going to say my point of view would be you and I'm going to have Dwayne say his point of view. Okay. So BU Society Loft was like the first step of me entering entrepreneurship. And, you know, initially when we first created BU Society Love, we wanted it to be a society for creatives and entrepreneurs to come together and just create their own identity as far as, like, events, pop-ups, anything pertaining their own uniqueness. So, um, yeah, so... I, I, it kind of started getting like a little derailed with an event space, and we I I know I didn't really like the whole event space because mm-hmm. it started becoming like for baby showers for you know stuff that just wasn't in didn't the brand with the brand exactly exactly and that's and I really started like I I started disliking it mm-hmm. and I really started disliking it and. Um, but the whole purpose of the Youth Society Love was to just bring creatives together. And I feel like, you know, I have, having BU Society Love, it helped me, like, with, um, it helped me, like, just meeting people, meeting different people. And Definitely I feel, networking. Yeah, networking, exactly. And that, honestly, that helped me with, like, creating a shoe. I'm like, yo, it's a lot. I met a lot of creatives here. Like, I feel like I need, I'm creative, but I just didn't know what I wanted right. to do. I'm like, yo, I'm going to design a shoe. Because, like, Sometimes you my just passion. need somebody else to, as a creative, bounce ideas off of or point you in the right direction. I exactly. know what I'm looking for. Which direction should I be Exactly. And I remember somebody held a uh, vision board a vision board party 
January 2017, and I told them, like, before the, the year is over, I want to design my own shoe. And I was like, whoa, whoa. And, like, and, you know, I did now it. she's and, about to slap you with the shoe. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, and I, and I appreciate BU Society Law for that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, BU, BU Society was just a, um, a pop-up concept, you know, mm -hmm. a pop-up concept that was a platform for mm -hmm. creatives and like she said you know me and a lot of dope individuals a lot of dope creatives you know mm -hmm. building around that mm -hmm. and i think you know we're gonna have way more pop-up concepts soon mm -hmm. but it's going to develop to providing a platform for hancock handwritten culture mm -hmm. and just mm -hmm. other dope shit you know mm -hmm. gallery and yeah just keep on providing that platform and right. being dope right folks. but we had to like we had to take a break from it just so we can focus on what we really right, have to right, do. Right, right. Mm -hmm. yeah, it probably became a distraction from yeah, it kinda what y'all yeah. you know, exactly. set out to do. Yep. Uh, like I said, uh, I, I noticed the impact where, you know, you see flyers online mm -hmm. and it's like, oh shit, like, I know both, like, I know the people that sure. own it, and then mm -hmm. I know y'all, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, I, I come through, you know, right. I stop past, see what's up, what's I going support, on. Support. And plus, we definitely needed, uh, more places to go because I feel like at the time it was only about two places that you really could go. Yeah. And it frequents some of the same people. Yes. Uh, and those places are still dope and respectable, but it's just a different, it's a change of pace, a different scenery. And sometimes you need a different vibe. Exactly. To go somewhere exactly. and enjoy yourself instead of, you know, it's different, uh, when you go somewhere or go out mm -hmm. and you ask somebody like, yo, like what's going on and really mean it. Cause mm -hmm. you ain't like seeing that person or like you might've just met that person where in some of these places it's, it curates the same thing. Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. when I was like, nigga, I just saw you last week. I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's nothing. Like, no, I, so, that's real, that's real talk. Like, <laughs> right. I feel like the BU Society log never really got oversaturated mm -hmm. at all. Where it was like the same crowd. It was the same Nah, exactly. That's what I liked about it. Now, yeah, like I said, the, the four or five times that I've been there, mm -hmm. it's all been for different reasons with yeah. different people. And y'all have some beautiful women fall through there too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Renee, like, you are fact. hilarious. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Chill. <laughs> that was like a word. We really used to say that in high school like a lot. And I don't know why. Yeah, me and my friend used to call Garnet. Call her on a three-way yeah. and just to land. Just so he can say Garnet. I mean, just so he can say ridiculous. <laughs> He's like, y'all are ridiculous. That's a, that, that's a shot. Coming from you, I already know what the fuck that is. <laughs> so even with the um, design of the shoe, yeah, uh, it's different than a lot of mm -hmm. what's happening right now, so to speak. Like, it don't follow, like, the Nike mode. Yeah. Uh, it don't follow the Adidas mode. It's in its own category mm -hmm. so like what type of audience are you looking for or demographic are you looking for to purchase this shoe um what type i don't really have a specific type of demographic but i'll say the demographic that has purchased the shoe mm -hmm. uh I, i'll say it ranges from like ages between like 21 21 so about 35. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 
I guess it's a young, a young crowd, That's young the millennials. The millennials, millennials. All the avocados. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> millennials, definitely millennials, definitely millennials. Yeah, and people, it, it, it's not that. It, I feel like the consumers is not just like the average, the average trendy people. They're, it's not like I have noticed that. Like it's not. Have you ever been out and seen your shoe? Um, no, no, but a lot of people have, and they hit me up and told me. That's dope. Yeah. That, that's probably going to be like a super dope feel. And they gonna be I like, would say like the first they, time you out and you just like. Hey, yeah, I know where you got them from. You probably going to approach them and they're going to be like, like, back up. Like, like I created your shoes. It's me. You see those? No, seriously. It's me. Or she got to see if somebody bootlegging her shoe. Like, nah, let's make sure. Are you with you, you know, Coming out, and I feel like a lot of people do things uh-huh. based off of knowing that they can do it off mm-hmm. somebody else's right. Like, there's a way I'm I got to ride it real quick. Yeah. Right. So, do you, are you afraid of seeing other people, you know, just be like, yo, like, I'm going to just go and make a shoe now? Or a very similar shoe. I'm just going to... That, that too. I mean, I'm not afraid because y'all, can, y'all can't do it like me. Like, you know, a lot of people copy period. stuff. Period. <laughs> period. Y'all would never be talk brief. Talk, talk. I just want to period for her period. Period. With the, with the T at the end. <laughs> but, yeah, like, you know, a lot of people tweak different things. I get that. But, you know, it's just whatever. Right. Like, Hancock is stamped, is registered, so you can't throw Hancock there on there. <laughs> another reason I thought it was, like, a fabulous idea was – uh. The fact that I'm pretty sure to get one of these made, you have to go through so much to mm-hmm. make it happen, mm-hmm. whether it's money or it's resources, that the average person not going to want to do that even if they could. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Not for a quick come up anyway. Right. Like That's something you do when you're completely yeah, that's, invested that, yeah, that's in your exactly. idea for exactly. the whole journey. Exactly. That's based I'm out of love. I'm still in the red. But, you know, I'm still, you know, it's just my passion. I'm ready to just go full throttle with it. Uh, this is going to be my last question. Um, mm-hmm. So are, are you afraid that it may get, like, are you afraid of it being a trend? So let's say it gets into the hand of, like, I, I, I know a bigger clothes, retailer. Yeah, uh-huh. like, I, I, I know what clothes I tell, I end up telling somebody like you may not want to give that to Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I get it, it's cool, but he's so much of a trendsetter mm-hmm. that it could be here today, gone tomorrow. Where mm-hmm. you only gonna have six or seven months, maybe a year of getting your product off, mm-hmm. rather than having a twenty year journey mm-hmm. of making it happen, like a Supreme or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, is that something that you? Think about where your shoe may be in the hands of somebody and then it could turn into, you know, how Rockefeller did or how FUBU did where it's just here and then it's like, oh, we off that on to the next one. Mm, That's a good question. Um, I feel like I'm not afraid of that, uh, but I feel like trendy people makes the world go round for seriously and they make a lot of companies rich mm-hmm. and i feel like you know um i wouldn't mind it being i don't know it's 
No, I think you control it. Yeah, you, you control, control it. the timing of you could say I'm not producing this shoe anymore. Right. Exactly. I don't care. I don't care how many orders are coming in. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's move it's on all to about the having thing. a limited quantity. quantity and I think, it. like you said, that just has to be you as the designer being able to say I'm not in it I'm for not, mm-hmm. selling two million pairs of these mm-hmm. shoes just to exactly. get some money exactly. because I still want to pursue what my brand is supposed to be. Exactly. What I originally started it for, which exactly. is not for everybody to be walking around in my shoes like they're a pair of Nikes. <laughs> right, because I, I I know the trendsetters from what mm-hmm. you just said, they got Gucci tripping. <laughs> Gucci before they sign on anything right now, and, 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 and niggas is buying it. Oh, that's a Popeyes cup, Gucci cup, six hundred dollars. All right. You fucking around and see the whole Gucci logo instead of the I went to I went to some store. What store was that? What store was that? we was in LA. That store that we was that we went to in LA. It's a, like a known store. Where you got that shirt from? Well anyway, it's a known store in LA. And I was talking to the manager and he was I was asking him, like, you know, do y'all you know, I was showing them my product and everything. Mm-hmm. This is before I actually had Hancock's on hand. I was just like showing him a digital right. version of it. And he was just like, he was being straight up. He said, honestly, this is not this place for it. This, this place, this store is nothing but trendy people that want the. What's popping. What's right popping. And he was like, you know, and. You know, they're, they're those shoes is hot, and they are not but unless they to gravitate to them. Somebody exactly, wants to be. exactly. So I get it. I I fully understand. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just yeah. You gotta know your brand, and right. I know my brand, and I know that is really for the outcast. I mean, mm-hmm. Really, not even for the outcast, but it's just for people that the uniqueness, the uniqueness, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. the distinctiveness. See, that, that's, that's the <laughs> word. Yeah. Is it? Uh, is there anything that you uh you know leave that you want to leave with the listeners uh, as far as about this interview or about yourself or even about your brand? Um yes, you guys can follow me on Instagram at hncok.co. It's Hancock, but not really spelled Hancock. It's like missing letters. <laughs> but in our website, we have a website as well, uh, www.hncok.co.com. Yeah, definitely check it out. The shoes is hot. Uh, the shirts are fire. Thanks, uh, thanks, Check out thanks. the page. Check her out. Uh, oh, let them know the store they're saying. in again. Oh, yeah. Shop, Shop 65 is in uh, Rittenhouse Square, 17th and Samson in Philadelphia. So come down. You want to go look at them in person and feel them. And feel them. <laughs> All sizes are down there. Take a picture. Get down there. Get down there. It's finished <laughs> finish money with me. <laughs> Let's see you with the podcast. We out. Who you with? You with? You with? You just like every other episode, this week's episode is also sponsored by SFX Studios, the home of Who You With the Podcast. So if y'all think, you know, we sound amazing, if you think our pictures always look dope, our videos is always cool, y'all might as well come record here if you need airtime, if you need radio time, if you, you know, a trash rapper and you need to get your bars up and find a place to record, Don Michael Jr. is in the next room for anything, you know, an artist needs. Upstairs is Dev Wade, the mastermind of all of this. It also takes photos, graphic design, and he's in the comic books. Chalk is in the other room with New Souls, our nonprofit that's also in the building. So if you want to be a part of the family and just 
Step up from amateur to professionals. If y'all want to be professionals, come over to SFX Studios. And I'm pretty sure if you have uh, BHBM, which is bald head, big muscles, just like everybody else that run this damn studio, pretty sure they'll look you out and give you a discount, man. But <laughs> make sure you, you head over to SFX Studios NJ on Instagram. DM them. Their email is also in the bio. So hit them up, SFX Studios.